the 24 is owning every second of every minute of every hour of every day. To seize the moment to get the most out of every day. Being responsible for every 24 hours of every day of your life. I wanted to not have to be told what to do, who to hang out with, where to go, when to be there. Taking ownership of it. I love Own the 24 because it, it epitomizes everything that is about my life. At the end of your time here, you can look back and say, I, you know, I made the most. I own the 24. And when you own it, you get to do whatever you want, whenever you want, with whoever you want, wherever you want, and no one can tell you no. That's what I love about Own the 24. Welcome, everyone. We hope you're owning the 24 today. Today's show is going to be us talking about a little bit more detail about owning the 24, healthy, active lifestyle. I guess tips and tricks and things that we can use, but really most importantly, what what we can do as couples and what Lori and I do as couples to to make it work, right? To make us understand yeah, how and, we can get the Yeah, and not letting the, the day get away from you, but making the time. So it's not like you're a leaf floating in the wind. It's how do you make the time to do the things that are most important to you. Yeah, I just want to add that everything I mentioned about Lori is mentioned out of love because I love you so much. Uh, and all the yeah. things that, I, that you're about to hear is just oh, oh Lots so of much teasing. love. So much love. Lots I of tease teasing. because I love. I'm not seeing the humor in that. I'm not feeling... <laughs> Oh, that's funny. That's super funny to you. It's not super funny to me. It's just, it's so... All the while, you don't know CPR. So we're going to get to that. I think I'm going to learn how to you do know, CPR. I think, I think that'd be a good plan. <laughs> so this weekend, we had we had guests and uh, didn't, didn't really stay on our plan. Yeah, right? that's right. We um, got knocked. Well, on Saturday and Sunday, we don't really stick to a plan we, we kind of play on Saturday and Sunday do our thing and if we're if we missed a day during the week we might go to the gym or do our run do our mm. run yep. at the beach well it's it's a part of it's a part of that balance right and that's I think what we wanted to hit on today is how do we fit how do we fit all of it into a to a realistic lifestyle right and we, you know we're we we certainly as a part of our own the 24 um I guess philosophy or approach. It's um, it's the incorporation in a sustainable way of of living a healthy, active lifestyle, right? Owning every minute of it. <clears throat> so, well, when you blend it in as as a value, when you when you blend your your best self, your good health, your your controlling your day, you know, being in charge of your time as a value, then it's kind of like brushing your teeth. You just don't skip stuff, right? You you get up and you go to the gym, you go do your run, just like you would normal everyday grooming. You know, it's a value. So making the time for that and, and not seeing it as a as an extra thing to do. It's just what you it's do. A habit. Yeah. 
Well, I guess, I guess the point with the weekend was we we weren't as we weren't as tight to it, and that's okay, right? That as the saying goes, everything in moderation, including moderation, right? And we when you when you build up, you know, there's a there's a saying we 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 eat how we do so we can eat what we want once in a while. I mean, yeah, over the weekend right. I had lobster pasta dish at a at a restaurant where I normally would never do that, right? That's right. We did go out to dinner. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was good though. And actually I hopped on the scale and I wasn't up right. like I thought I would be That's up 5 pounds and <laughs> I wasn't even up a pound. So, yeah, I think when you're doing at least 80% of the time you know, doing what you're supposed to do. Not, I don't even want to call it a have to or a supposed to. We, we, we should ourselves to death. Mm-hmm. But I think that when you do what you value, which is I eat according to my values, not according to how I'm supposed to eat, I actually enjoy what I eat. I look forward to what I eat every day. And if I'm going to go out to dinner, it's... It's a treat. It's not like um, I'm feeling that 100% guilt of, oh, my God, I'm going to blow my plan. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, God, so many uh, times we go out, which isn't that often, we'll we'll get desserts. We'll do that kind of stuff. I mean, it's not a a deprivation. Yeah, we went out to get ice cream after that. That's right. Uh, it's not a deprivation model is, is what I think is the takeaway, right? It's a, it's a plan. It's an idea, right? You know, plan the work and work the plan. What are the results and all that without getting too granular about that? And, uh, and it's okay. Like if people get maybe a little caught up and I can't do that. That's unrealistic. All, you know, all you healthy people do is eat lettuce and salads and, you yeah, know, it's no fun. I think that's a misconception like that. is that it's based off of discipline and deprivation. Right. As soon as you can't do something, it's all you want to do. Right. So I never, ever have, you know, I never advise anybody to not do something or you can't mm-hmm. do this. So healthy, active lifestyle is food. And it's uh, other things. It's mindset. Right? Other yeah. components. Totally. Total mindset. Hundred percent mindset. Other other elements of healthy, active lifestyle or owning the twenty four. Uh, we talked about. We've talked about in recent um, episodes and shorts. Uh, sometimes own the twenty four. Uh, you know, when we when we come through, it's like own every minute. You know, seize the day and make the most of it, and no regrets and all that. There's also a component that has to do with nothing. And, and, yeah. And, and that's just as important as the activity. Own the 24 and harvesting and making the most of it. And when you look back on your life and all that stuff has little to do with the, the dependence or reliance on activity. So there's, there's that. That's a component. Or productivity. Of right. Right. Yeah. So productivity and also like seeing that you're checking things off. I was constantly, you know, even if I wrote my name, it was a, a checkbox. You know, mm-hmm. I get credit for having done something all day long. And I think we we measure ourselves by how much we accomplish in a day. And that I know women feel this way. I don't know how men feel, but women feel guilty if they take time off, downtime, not doing things time. It took me the longest time. I don't know when, if you remember when we first met, it was hard for me to sit and do nothing. Hmm. I remember, and my therapist remembers <laughs> as I went through. Do I remember? I compartmentalized that. I try not to think about it. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, you stuck it out. Yeah. Something must have been good. And look at us now. And yeah. look at us now. What were, what were we on? There was an important point. It was... Uh, doing nothing. The ability to do nothing. 
that's uh it sounds a little um mundane but super important what else right what else is there well getting out of busy right busy is not a status i think we're our culture our society imposes on us that we need to be busy and that when you're super busy that it's somehow significant it, mm. it's a measurement of significance yep. i'm important because i'm so that's busy right. that's right i'm flat it drives out. me crazy so busy i'm flat out the, the other thing is as well when we talk about uh doing nothing unplugging you know quote unquote this unplugging the the, the problem is so often we unplug from our work or whatever whatever it is that's that's we're doing to earn money i guess work uh, and and then we we plug right back into some other bullshit like some, we plug into tv shows or we want to watch tiger king or whatever that show was crap like i that. lasted what two people do that right I we, can't. we unho- unhook i think and i then lasted we plug two, back in. two two episodes of that so that's just a component we don't want to go too long on that but it's just about um of having some balance like owning you're you are in command of your time oh i don't have the time i don't have the time i don't have the time you, everyone has the time everyone has the same amount of time right it's making time for things that matter and when you do things that matter, it leads to fulfillment. Right. I think a, a lot of times we're in pursuit of getting somewhere and we're not enjoying the moments that we have right. and who you're being in the moment. I know I've touched about on this before too, is who we're being in the moment is the f- fulfilling part of it. You can be joyful. Even if you're cleaning the house, you mm-hmm. can be joyful yep. and happy and you know, not st- be striving to get somewhere. That striving to get somewhere, and then when you finally get there, you realize, well, okay, that was a checkbox that I'm okay over. It's the novelty of the of the attainment of it. It's not actually the thing you sure. attain. The relentless pursuit, yeah. And the relentless pursuit. Yeah, I mean, um, it can be. It, it often is in uh, space as well. So it's not. It's time and space. Joseph Campbell spent a lot of time talking about how people should have a space in their home that that's just their own right? a small room or a corner he said and and in that in that space you can you can listen to the music that you like that inspires you you can read the Does books this that, mean you, that like, you you were that trying to do that you. in the bathroom this yeah. morning and yeah. uh, or this afternoon when i yeah. came in and i was just like i don't like that music <laughs> and wouldn't wouldn't stop talking about the bad music but the, the bathroom is a shared space so it's just so how do we incorporate this whole thing what are, what are these two talking about maybe carving out that's why you hear about the man cave and you hear about the garage and that may or may not suit everybody but that's a to have your own space, your own corner of the house, whatever it is, uh, and do and do you right? Do your own music, do your own reading that that only you are inspired by. I think that's an important factor. Yeah, I think more men need the man cave. I think it's because they don't feel that the house is theirs or something. Mm-hmm. That the house is like the woman's domicile, and then the man needs some space of his own that he can put his own mark on. Mm-hmm. Because I, as a woman don't feel like I need a space in the house that's yeah. mine yeah, well, where I can listen to my own music and my just own a, thing. It's a tool, right? It's, it's something that helps some people, as Joseph Campbell talked about. Right. So then there's the relationship stuff, right? There's the, there's the often challenging and, and, um, and can be fun stuff, right, around, around cohabitating. Yeah, right. The preferences. <clears throat> Right, that's the great saying. It's not our attachments that get us into trouble. It's our uh, or our preferences that get us into trouble. It's our attachment to them. Like how right. attached are we to our preferences? Yeah. 
so the toilet paper just is always over the top yeah that's one of them that's one of them i mean who would have thought right who would have thought i I was doing toilet paper wrong all these years (laughs) 40 45 years i lived and i didn't even know that there was a toilet paper rule (laughs) it has to it's different if it comes over the top i guess it it does it's i you know what i think for a man they don't use toilet paper that much Hmm. women use it every single time Uh So I think when you're the user of the majority of the time that you get it to have over the top or under, if you like it under. But so it's a matter of whoever uses more of the thing gets to decide how it goes. Oh, maybe. That? I don't know. I don't know if that's a new rule, too. <laughs> I'm thinking about how I can make that work for me. Yeah, I know, because you do use some things more than I do. Hmm. So there's that. You know, there's a, it's just the, the, the intimate relationship is the greatest test of our selves and our patience and our mind right here's the thing we're we're we are nicer to strangers on the street sometimes than we are to our partner uh, right? yeah we meet someone someone call i mean you just get except done, when you first meet you just get done bawling me out and then you answer a phone call and you're really nice to that person i'm like hey you know hey, wait a minute yeah because i always ball you no, out not, i don't think i true. i don't really ball you out i I, think, I actually really like you a lot good thank you appreciate you know, it's, it's so. recorded now so we're on record <laughs> I do. It's different, though. I mean, you can love somebody and then become, like, just platonically attached because you are in relationship. Or you can truly like someone Mm -hmm. and be married to them or significantly attached to them or whatever. And, you know, I think it's important to like each other as well as love each other and want to hang out and want to have fun and mm-hmm. I'm super happy that we do have lots of interests that are mm-hmm. together like what would it, what would it be like if if none of the things that we like to do were the same yeah that'd be normal that'd be that'd be normal right that'd be I think that would be more the the majority than the exception to the rule that's that's the that's the that's the saying is familiarity breeds contempt Right. I mean, in the beginning, where are we going with this? We'll get to in a minute. But in the beginning, it's everything's just unbelievable. And by, you know, by the familiar time, it's I can't stand how you brush your teeth. Right. I mean, it's just the not you personally, but as couples get together so much of it, you're just so I mean, some people uh, I've heard I've heard stories about some people uh, never turn the bathroom fan on when they when they're in the bathroom. Some people. Yeah. I've heard of that. And uh, you just think, huh, I wonder, you know, what, what that's about. And, um, and you know, you just, it, so you, that's the cutoff, what, what, what the Buddhists would call the cutoff point. Is that, is that where you bump into your patience and that, is that where you uh, allow that to kind of, kind of move you off your spot? <laughs> you know what I mean? So to speak. Yeah. No pun intended. So it's that, it's that stuff. What's, What's on the 24? What's healthy, active lifestyle? Like, you, you, you can't be owning the 24, in my opinion, and hating the time you spend with the people you spend the most time with. You're not owning the 24 then, right? You're just, you're, you're pacifying the time until you can get doing what you want to do. Like, I need some me time, and I need to be... It's, right, the getting away, the escape time, right? right. So, you know, have, building your life so that you don't need a vacation right. from it. That exactly. your life is actually the vacation. Yep. So... The people that you spend time with are people that you you want to. I, I hear so many people say, "But I have no choice." Mm-hmm. You're choosing every single moment yeah. of the day. You're choosing what you're doing. 
Yep. So by not choosing is also a choice. Uh-oh. That's a Neil Peart lyric from the great rock band Rush. Is it? If you choose not to decide, you still have made a choice. Right. So choosing, you're choosing either way. I say choose powerfully what you do with your time and who you spend it with because you're only here once. My, my volleyball coach used to say, if you, know, you only live once, if you do it right, once is enough. Mm-hmm. As far so, as we know. As far as we know. Yes. But it is good to, to be able to say, this is what I'm going to do with my time, and I'm, I'm choosing it powerfully rather than like acquiescing, just conceding, uh, giving away all my power, and just being a victim of my time management, hmm. my lack of time management. Yeah. Well, there's the, that's the payoff. Where we get to, we so then we get to be a victim. We get to be at the affect of every, everyone else in our life, and we've we've all known people that do that. We've done it in the past. We're certainly not here to say we got it all figured out. Here's the thing: with 30 years of of, of what what some people might call personal development, whatever the right term is for the individual, uh, we have the we. I, I would say that we have the knowledge, and we're still we'll always be working into the wisdom. Right, the the experiential wisdom. We know what to do. Generally speaking, once once you read it, whatever many books and spend over many hours on all these seminars and all this development, you start to see the themes, right? And and uh, uh, thus is born the own the twenty four and the healthy active lifestyle and all of that. And then and then the whole the whole game. And Ram Dass would say that's the whole game of life. Is you'll forget and then you remember and then you forget and then you remember, right? You. You got it figured out for a few minutes, and then uh, then you lose track of it, right? And then, like, like you don't understand why the person you live with doesn't like catch up on their eggs. Like, how can that be possible? And you kind of, you know, you let that get off a little bit, and then you remember. Okay, it's okay if she doesn't <laughs> like eggs with ketchup. I love eggs. I just don't like ketchup on them. Well, not everyone's right. And ketchup, and ketchup is just. Wrong. You know, if you're going to talk about healthy, active lifestyle, ketchup is really not. Well, it's organic ketchup. It's in. It's in my plan. Mm, it's a it's, fruit, it's, isn't it? Isn't ketchup? Ketchup. Tomatoes are a fruit. Yeah. Would you put them in your lycopene? Fruit salad. Lycopene. Think about that for a minute. It's good for you. Yeah. So we have plenty of ketchup because yeah. only one person uses it in our That's house. That's a different subject. We've the preparation and how much ketchup, ketchup is enough. Right. There is so. no such thing as enough ketchup. Or too much ketchup. Anyway, moving forward into uh, uh, finding activities that we can do together, right? So, like talking about going shooting today. Yeah. And we talk about it. How many times do couples talk about, we should do this, we should do this. And then we have all the gear, we have everything, we got our licenses and, and took a class. And then you don't do it, right? You don't make the time because other things suck up your time. So... I was just like, hey, we've got things in our schedule that we keep every week. Why don't we just put a day or two into the calendar and that's the day we do it because we can put anything we want into our calendar. Let's just say when we do it. Yeah. Declare it. So I think we picked, what, Friday afternoons that we would go shooting. That's awesome. Date night. Right. Date night with guns. Date afternoon. Date, date night with target shooting fun. Yeah. Because I want to get to the point where it's comfortable enough to be able to handle the gun because it's foreign to me. So yeah. if you're not practicing it, you know, repetition, repetition in your thoughts, repetition in your activities, you got to get good at it. Well, it's just finding stuff that's fun, 
to do. And it could be anything. It could be, right, for, for you know, how, how do we make this usable for anybody else? I don't, uh, it's, it could be golf. It could be bicycle riding. I mean, Jet whatever skiing. it is that, that fires you up. Jet skiing, um, running, you know. And the, and the thing about that with couples that, we, that, that I've heard from uh, other couples uh, is it's difficult to not be in competition with one another, right? You know, who's the better shooter? Who's the better? We have a we have a friend who plays golf together. A couple a couple married couple who play golf together, and the one the husband is super competitive and always beats the hell out of his wife on the golf course, and she just lets him, and that's okay. <laughs> but you know, we gotta we gotta figure that out. And, and, and a lot of times, it's difficult. The the male ego is difficult. Lori jokes, you joke about. Uh, I always let the I let the guy win, you know, because that's how I like him. And she's all, uh, you know, letting letting me win. She says early on in our relationship, but but now in our in our physical workout regimen, we have we we do resistance training. We lift weights. It doesn't have to be weights. It could be push ups or whatever. But you got to do some resistance to give muscle integrity. And then uh, and then there's the cardio. There's the cardio aspect that that uh, could happen at the gym. Some interval training. We like high intensity interval training because that burn gets us into the fat burn mode. We're not endurance athletes. We don't want to. We're not running marathons. That's not our thing. Right. But we want to get into a mode where we're just burning the fat. Right. We want to. We want to reduce the fat. So we go to the beach and we run. And it's too hot for you. Well, it's too hot for everyone except for you. Here's the thing. There's there the, the and the problem that I'm driving to is is the male ego and having to deal with it. Uh, and that is that we talk about the cutoff point. That's my cutoff point. We call it the sandpaper, right? I mean, the, the Eastern thinking. But is, you knew I was your sandpaper. What sandpaper kind of rubs down your your ego? And and little did I know when I wrote my list of, of who I want in my partner, which we talked about in a. In did a you say you wanted sandpaper earlier episode? I didn't. I don't remember thinking. Putting sandpaper. You know, that's in there. the thing. You got to be detailed. What, what's that saying? God has God a sense has of humor. God has a sense of humor. You have to be very specific. Yeah. Specific. Yeah. So it's it's been one long assault on my ego, <laughs> I would say. Yeah. It's a it's a constant pounding. It's like the artillery's coming in and it never stops. You know what I mean? It never stops. Here's the problem. There's something there's something about you that's not right. It's not human or something. And the thing is, you're always comparing it to your, everything to yourself. Well, it's not. There's some temperature gauge with you that doesn't function right. It's 106 on the beach the other day, and you're running like a freaking deer, right? I mean, how much of an ego uh, shot is it? I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm bigger and stronger, right? I'm bigger and stronger. I've always been good physically, working out, and, uh, you know, running, jumping, lifting, all that. I still, I still got it for an old guy at the gym. <laughs> I can still do more weight than you at the gym, but that's really the only thing. I, there's only a couple of things I, I have still remaining, and it, and it used to be stronger and faster, and now it's just stronger at the gym. If, you, if there's a point when you, when you start to bench press more than me, I will drop a weight on your head. I swear to God, I will. It gets to the point on the beach where... I don't think that'll ever happen. Where it's the, the, the ego is so strong. Like there's this, there, you know, what I hear in my mind is an alter ego, like a, like a second split personality going, come on, come on, you can do it. Really? You can You can keep up. You're, you know, how can you not beat your wife in a run? We run for <laughs> one minute. We run for one minute. And by the time I, I, I stop, uh, I'm just... Out completely out. Now I'm an athlete. I know when my, I know where my wall is. I've been working with that for 
100 years. Like, I don't know how long it's been, 40 years. I'm 55, right? You know when you're exhausted. You know when you're done. And I'm older than you, There's too. always tweaking that, that wall. Yeah, don't, it's not rub it in. Now it's my time. Now, now my time, it's my time to <laughs> beat myself time. down. When you beat, you know, when you beat down, it's just, it's not as far. I'm not beating you down. I'm just saying that. Yeah. Well, that makes it worse. When, what makes it worse is when you're, you're 10 steps ahead of me at the end, and I'm dying with my hands on my knees, and you turn around and go, are you okay? Well, I love and you. I don't want you to I know. It's, heal over on me. i got to figure that out, because I know it doesn't work when, when, when my legs are going to collapse. <laughs> and then my only salvation is I'm close to the, to the ocean, so if I, uh, I can just fall in. And, uh, but you still, you still need to, to know CPR. I do. There's yeah. a lot more can, that can be said about that, but um, just, just in preparation for being, I'll, I'll probably do a whole a whole set on that, like a short on that, just by myself, so I can really, you know, share from my inner humiliation. Uh, but, but you got to let your wife be better at some stuff, and that's a and that's a tough one. I think we should. Have, I can still take have you. our audience yeah. tell us if this is real or not, because I'm not convinced. Maybe it's you know you just feel. I think I could beat you in a street fight still, <laughs> and then. I would I'm, hope so. I'm probably a better shooter, you know, target-wise, but you're pretty good. I just, it takes you 15 minutes for one round because it has to be perfect. <laughs> Everything has but to be I perfect. But I have to, you know, if I'm going to hit the target, I got to look yeah. at it. I'm just, so, it's not, that's why we have to practice because it's not, it doesn't come natural for me. Yep. You we know, have fun with that. Practice. Healthy, active lifestyle. Balance. And Having fun with the differences. Mess tolerance threshold. That's a big one. I had a college professor a thousand years ago uh, say, it was like a business course too. Like what was, I wondered what the hell he was talking about. But man, that dude was so right. He said, always marry a person with a mess tolerance threshold lower than yours. So meaning the, the, mess, the level of mess drives them more crazy than it does you. So they're always cleaning, cleaning up stuff and, and you're not. So there's that. There's that. <laughs> I hit the jackpot. <laughs> <laughs> so there's that, right? That, uh, I knew that the day I walked into your house and saw how neat and tidy it was. That yeah, this is going to work out. Just that's fine. when I had full control. That's <laughs> when I was in is, control. This is going to work out perfectly. Yeah. Oh, he's neat. Yeah, it was and organized. Um, I like that. It's just getting uh, getting used to that, right? Making the adjustments. There's there's compulsions. Like couples have compulsions that make no sense, illogical, right? Like I've I've heard about couples who, like one one individual would have this need, like it's inexplicable need to put things on every square inch of every surface <laughs> in the house, like every countertop. See, I think you're every just kitchen like, countertop. You're just exposing all my badness, all my bad habits. Is it? Was it you? Was I talking about? Well, you, yeah, it seems to be. Hmm. I don't know. Well, I, <laughs> or an adult who needs a pillow and a blankie. Yeah. <laughs> a body pillow, a body pillow is necessary. Ask any chiropractor. Oh. Yeah, it's good for the the spinal adjustment. Okay, right. I've never heard of that. And the fan. Mm -hmm. Thank God we're done with the fan. The fan. <laughs> Here's the thing. Here's always the thing. <laughs> and this is thing. like a cliche with couples. It's it's the question is, do we sleep with a fan or no fan? Here's the answer. She says we sleep with the fan or no fan, so there's no fan. Right. That's that's how it goes. Like we like the temperature in the house to be somewhere between 72. I like 72 or 79. It's at 79. That's, that's, that's just how it is. That's how it is, I think, with most couples. And that's OK. That's the point, I guess, is it has to be OK. Like we can't you, you can be right 
or you could be married or happy. Right? That's that thing about <laughs> right. how much do you give up? I mean, it really, if you boil it all you down, you make it sound like it's such a sacrifice to be married to me. Well, it's the it's. I would just say <laughs> it's, it's every relationship, right? I mean, it's every. It's, I don't care who it is. Like, like the the. I'm going to start having to take notes on what you bug me about that, because I'm going to have to bring something to the table here. That seminar leader said about. Um, <laughs> You know, who's right for you in your life? Like this whole soulmate idea. I don't want to get into that, but it's just, you, there, there is some element of making it work, and which is all, it all comes back to mindset. I mean, it really can come down to the ancient koan, K-O-A-N. It's like a, like a parable, like a kind of a riddle, right, to, to help solve. And that is that if a man is walking in the woods by himself and he says something and his wife isn't there, is he still wrong? Right. So, so that comes back to, to see, that. See, I, I look at it like how um, Daryl Harding said it in uh, The Compounding Effect. He had a friend that wrote down everything, every positive thing that he adored about his wife for an entire year and then gave her the journal on Thanksgiving and was thankful for. And that caused their relationship to blossom versus so if you look at all the positives every day and you make note of what makes you happy about the other person and what makes you you know love the other person then you're not looking at all the the nitpicky things and the things that might drive you crazy it's it's a mindset it's a choosing again it's choosing right you choose to look at all the positive attributes of your partner and I, you know, I charge people to, to try that, try to journal or make note of, write down one thing, five things, whatever, yep. every single day of what you loved about your day with your partner with, right. you know, what did they do today that made you happy? And if you do that every single day, it compounds on, on, it makes you love them more. Right. It's like candles, lighting candles, right? There's no, the first candle doesn't get dimmer when the second one gets lit. Right. So that's, that's the, that's a, a, some, some components on relationships. And I joke and I kid, I like to think I'm funny. So I tease, you know. He doesn't uh, like to be teased. But, he likes to be the teaser. Ouch. He doesn't like I to be the T-E-T-Z. I, I can take it. And oh, you So as we wrap it up, as it. we wrap it up, we're talking about uh, how we can find balance in relationships and how we can develop healthy habits. And right? choosing powerfully. Making right. time versus letting your time dictate you. So if you have something that you feel strongly about, then put it into your calendar and make the time. Yep. There's always something that can be moved that's what's less the, important. We'll finish with this. What's the, what's the analogy of uh, rocks and sand? Big rocks, small rocks. Well, it's like a, take a jar and if you put all the big most important rocks in first then you can put the pebbles in on top and then you can put the sand in around it and then you can put some water in on top of that and you can fill up the entire jaw every piece but if you put the water in first and then the small sand second and then the little pebbles third and then the boulders there's not enough room for the boulders so the most important things go in first the rocks and and there's tons of room if we think about it to fit it all in well i think we'll end it there with that beautiful analogy and thanks for for another great show and uh thanks everyone for for joining us and um we will catch you next time on the next episode yeah thank you see you soon 
So our show is awesome. I'm really excited that we got to share all that stuff. And uh, we hope that you check us out on ownthe24.com. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes and Spotify, even Anchor and Stitcher for Android. And remember, we each get 24 hours per day and we get to say how they're allocated. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. Own the 24. Remember, we each only have 24 hours in a day. We have none to waste. So don't waste them. Own the 24.